When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are together and making their way to the final battle for hell. Having made their plan, everyone has been assigned a task. Quinny and Reginald will be searching for legal precedents, while Juniper, Moonhammer, Butthole, and Vex defend them against the combined forces of Manny's army. Will they live long enough to find a way to save hell, send Moonhammer home, and divorce Captain Plantier? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Stop me if you've heard this one, but two demons are sitting at the front desk of the one of many faces Citadel. And one of the demons, he turns to the other one and he says, hey, what's the only thing more boring than Mondays? And the other one goes to say anything you have ever said to me because he actually just hates this guy. They don't get along. <laughs> Uh, when suddenly the doors explode, uh, just throwing shrapnel in every direction, um, uh, shredding both of them as the motherfucking dum-dums burst into the Citadel. Um, you make your way very quickly um, through sort of the outer defenses, uh, just kind of rapidly nuking um, the, res- the meager resistance you encounter. Again, most of Manny's forces are tied up uh, fighting uh, Pork in the Dark. Um and as a result, uh, you've got uh, pretty good odds uh, for getting in. Uh, before you know it, uh, you've made it uh, to uh, the shit. I can't remember what I called it now. Uh, the Hall of uh, Record. Yeah, it's the Hall of Record. Hall of Active Records. Thank you. Um, oh, Active Records. Yes. We reach uh, the Hall of Active Records. Um, these doors, Quinny, immediately set off your your thief senses. Uh, they are. Massive. Um, they are kind of like they've got a series of heavy metal bars running through the middle, but then there are thinner bars behind those, um, and they seem to shimmer. Um, so you get the sense that there is there is something here. Now you guys can obviously try and force these doors, or you can attempt to defuse them. What do you do? I I mean, I, the first line of defense. I, I we don't need to risk ourselves exploding trying to force our way through here right can 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 we just like do an arcana check or something <laughs> uh if i if i were to use my eye of true seeing would that provide me any further Ooh. insight to yeah absolutely would um would, yeah, i'll, I'll do that then so um you can see that it is a weave of of different spells uh, the idea being that if you were to dispel one of them the others would all trigger um, so it is three spells that have been layered on top of each other. Um, your guess is that um, there is likely um, sort of a, a warding rune that will let you come and go um, that unfortunately none of you have. Um, the spell itself uh, seems to expand beyond the door uh, and kind of uh, surround the uh, the entirety of the, the Hall of Active Record. It's like a cell vault, essentially. Mm. Yes, exactly right. Um, so the doors are exposed, but you get the sense that this, uh, this kind of patterned overlay exists inside the walls as well. Um, Tom, Reginald, to go back and check like the closest body does anybody they've killed have any of those runes that'll let people inside no the um the frontline staff seem to just be that uh their only job is to deal with people coming in and out uh smart odds would say that bucky and the inner circle likely have uh have runes to be able to come and go but um 
Similar to how uh, a lot of uh, sort of like large scale drug operations will like lock the people who process the cocaine in the room with the cocaine and the people who process the money in a room with the money and ne'er the twain shall meet. Um, the people who are in charge of active record uh, are likely just trapped inside this massive cylindrical citadel uh, in order to prevent exactly what you're about to try and do. Mm-hmm. Um, can we see the rune of warding? Can we see where that rune is written? Um, so this, a rune would let you pass through it. Uh, this is not a runic trap. This is a okay. three active spells uh, layered on top of each other. I see. What about the three keys that I've got? Would they be of any use? Uh, unfo- you rec- So Moonhammer, you do recognize uh, this area, even though it's been uh, transformed a bit. Um, it no longer looks like your citadel, but you are, are sure your throne is in there, uh, and your throne uh, is the slot for the keys. Oh. Uh, you, you found them uh, just under the seat. It's one of those, like, you flipped the seat up one day because you were curious, and you're like, well, shit, keyholes. I have an idea, and it's going to be fun, but also kind of weird. Everyone get as far back as you can. Like, just, like, as far back, but still with invisibility of the door. So he'll, like, uh, Reginald will usher the whole party back and, like, around the corner and safe. And then he'll just look to Vex, and he'll meaningfully point at the door <laughs> because he won a fireball for Vex in a bet at wherever he pointed. <laughs> and, and he wants to try that door. <laughs> she kind of looks at you and she like looks at the door. She looks back at you and then suddenly her eyes go wide and she realizes what you're saying. And that little grin appears again. She's like, wait, really? Yeah, it's, it's your time to shine. This is what Oh, we're yeah, fireball! And she just throws uh, a fireball at uh, at the, the spell weave. Um, it hits and it's like a wave um, cascades around uh, the uh, sort of circular central area of uh, the Hall of Record. Um, the fireball itself uh, seems to dissipate, um, but you see the whole thing rumbling and trembling as it seems to be processing the energy. Um, Quinny, with your eye, you can see the spells have become wildly unstable. Uh, everybody step even further back <laughs> when he just declares. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I'll uh, take a jog, I think, away from the scene of the crime for a moment. Yeah, cool. uh, <laughs> and I think uh, I'm going to try and, you know, just goose it a little further. Uh, and I'm just going to crack off a, uh, an Eldritch Blast from even further back. Like, almost like from like around a doorway, just like the hand comes up and fires an Eldritch Blast and then Great. comes back. Um, as the Eldritch Blast hits... Um, the uh, the sort of rumbling stops, uh, and you just kind of hear like a like something powers down, uh, and then there's just a fucking shockwave. It blows out all of the glass uh, around you, just like blows open doors. Uh, it just knocks Vex right the fuck over. Um, but uh, yes, there's a, a massive blast, and um, an alarm starts going off throughout the uh, throughout the tower. Uh, but sure enough, those those doors look pretty rough. All right, combat team, get ready. A lot of people have heard that. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we knew this wasn't going to be subtle anyway, so yeah. good luck with the fight. We're going to go read books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so happy to be running away from the active combat zone with Quinny. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to need so many initiatives. <laughs> For fight team or also for um, Reginald Everybody. and Everybody. Give me, give me the whole the whole kit and caboodle. Twelve. It's going to ask you for who, Laura, but you're only hmm. one person now. Finally. Yeah. This is nice. Sorry, Alyssa, what did you say? Sorry, which one is it? Uh, initiative is kind of mid-center sheet. I believe yours is plus two. Okay, which dice, though? Oh, uh, d20, please. Okay. Uh, Reginald got a two. Because Reginald is still Reginald, no matter how much his new sort of brother likes him. <laughs> I got a six. Okay, nice. great. And uh, Butthole gets a 15. Okay. Quinny got 16. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's actually not that many. I don't know if there are more. Tom, you'll have to roll for a couple people, you know, like oh, Sunsythe and Vex. That's because I've got two people in me. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does that mean Laura gets advantage on initiative because maybe Sheriff Moss is thinking more quickly than Juniper? <laughs> no. You get to go twice each round. Be overpowered as hell. 
no, Sheriff Moss is level one, I think. Uh, all the Old West characters had one level associated with them. So we're like, all right, let's do it. And then she just gets punched once and dies. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, man. Interesting fact. Knowing Juniper is on Combat Squad, is Juniper going to battle as Juniper? Or is it one of the other personas? Juniper. Cool. It's Juniper. Juniper is... She's she's built for fighting. I wasn't saying she wasn't. I just wanted to check. Maybe she was feeling, yeah. you know, trolly. There's options. Yeah, I don't know. I've had a long rest, so I can turn into someone if I want to. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I wonder if Grandpa Warwick knows anything about contract law. <laughs> I was going to ask, so in, in terms of combat preparation, I feel like we know Moonhammer, but now Sunscythe has been introduced, and you guys have a history that's probably just coming back to you, Moonhammer. So, oh, and is Bunny Hops here? He's not a combatant, whatever. Uh, how how does uh, Moonhammer and Sunscythe, do you have any, like, team poses you do, or is it, like, two <laughs> people awkwardly flexing next to each other? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I just pictured, like, Blades of Glory. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It seems appropriate, yep, yep. Like, one... I'm up or something, and he's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this tracks. This all so it's, it's vaguely figure skating on so land, is kind of what you guys do. Super <laughs> Sentai kind of Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, no, I love that. Enough. Yeah, so Butthole now, just so you know, uh, Moonhammer, because you haven't seen him. So he's in his Golden Sun Scythe armor. He's got Moonlight Bringer, the hammer that you know, but his shield is bonkers. Uh, it is <laughs> uh, like a large round shield made of metal, but hammered into all of its edges are uh, T-Rex teeth that just stab outwards. So it can be thrown on a chain and like yanked back like Thor's hammer uh, to be extra stabby on its own as well. Okay, cool. Rock and roll. Um, All right. Uh, First up, uh, we've got uh, Quinny. Uh, Where where am I headed there, Chief? I'm I'm trying to get in and... and yeah, find we're going some, to the door. Find some Great. intel. Yeah. Uh, so you guys burst in. Um, yeah. The uh, the doors are broken. Uh, you can see uh, a number of um, uh, sort of uh, what are, are clearly uh, contract uh, account managers um, just doing that like bank robbery thing where they're like strapping on tactical vests and grabbing uh, weapons uh, from nearby, um, slapping on helmets. Uh, they all kind of look like the guy from the cover of. Um, uh, battlegrounds, player unknowns battlegrounds. So just like kind of improvised armor, but still hardy enough that they kind of anyone could use it. Um, and uh, starting to like uh, scramble towards the door. Um, this is a massive cylindrical room. Um, it is uh, five layers high. Um, in the center, there is a uh, sort of a, a central pillar um, atop which is uh, Manny's throne. Uh, it is uh, reachable by a sort of spiraled staircase uh, that arcs all the way down. Um, currently, uh, you can see uh, there are 10 um, clerks uh, sort of gearing up. Um, and uh, Quinny, as you rush into the room, um, looking up, uh, you see a scroll that runs all the way to the bottom of this central pillar. Uh, and examining uh, what seems to be the midpoint of this scroll is your old patron, uh, the one of many faces. Uh, as King, his uh, his faces are now constantly shifting, um, but seemingly his entire body is as well. Uh, so um, even as he's holding it, uh, his fingers take on different shapes, merge into uh, sort of singular kind of Ninja Turtle fingers, um, reseparate. Uh, he's wearing um, a slightly too large crimson robe um, and has a uh, sort of a think like the Iron Throne if it was a crown. It's like a multi spiked golden crown. Um, but uh, it is constantly just sliding slightly as his, his head shape changes. Uh, and you can see him absently just kind of like readjusting it constantly in a vaguely frustrated way. Um, as as he he reads, uh, and as you burst in um, from from atop his his pillar, he just says, "I don't know who the fuck you are, but I'm really in the middle of something. So I don't know if you're one of the archdukes or a lesser fiend or what you're doing, but can you just fuck off? We're very busy." And then his eyes kind of lock on you, Quinny. Hey, boss. Quinny Brownbarrow, hitman of mm-hmm. hell. You've returned. How's my mom? Oh, she's great. 
terrific lady. She sent me here to kill you. <laughs> That's cute. Well, I suppose I can set aside work to greet an old friend. Um, and suddenly he is grasping you by the throat. Uh, go ahead and roll a deck save as he lifts you from the ground, uh, choking you. Nat 20. Uh, tell me how you get out of it. Uh, I do a backflip. Uh, he, he, his, his hand closes around the air where I used to be. And I am now like 10 feet back from him. Yeah. It's a bit of a ring ray thing where like grasps, uh, at, at where you were with kind of yeah. a, 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 a hiss of smoke. I definitely got a, a bit of a, a James Woods Hades vibe going on right now, just in terms okay. of the, uh, slightly too well adorned, um, kind of like rapid motions, but everything kind of has a, a hiss of smoke around it. Uh, and he says, I see you've learned some new moves. Yeah, couple. Mm -hmm. I I take out Frostbrand or fr Frostbite. Uh, oh. And um, I say, uh, I brought some friends too. Oh, good. Me too. Um, and uh, as Reginald rushes in, um, <laughs> the. I got, I got to paint a picture for Reginald because this one's weird, Tom. So welcome to the weirdness. So Reginald <laughs> rushes in, invisible. He put the ring on immediately. Yeah. <laughs> also, Reginald took some drugs pre-combat, so no one can see this, but the uh, the, the Warriors probably saw it going in. He snorted his two gems that he can mm -hmm. snort. Uh, so he turned into his Hulk monster form, but he also has a gem that can make him smarter. So he's like a smart Hulk. <laughs> So even visible Smart Hulk runs in. I'm pretty sure that's what the comic books called him for a while. So yeah, Smart Hulk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has small little glasses. He looks kind of like X Men's Beast, because uh, there's a part of him that's more well, he looks like nothing right now he's invisible. <laughs> yeah, invisible. But he has double disadvantage on charisma saves. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy all because we use shopify 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices if people were outside of the U.S. were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Greetings, loyal citizen of the conglomerata. It is I, your beloved CEO, Grayson Typhus of Typhus Industries, and I am here today to dissuade you from joining a rebellious element that seems to be growing, the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. These hilarious and heartwarming rebel elements are attempting to bring down our dystopian regime, and we simply cannot have that. I'm told that rebels are flocking to this Patreon and joining for as little as $1 a month. That gives them access to other rebels in a Patreon-only Discord where they can discuss all the things that have happened in the shows. For $5, you can get an ad-free feed, but who would want that? After all, ads are the best part of the show. And at higher levels, you can even create an NPC of your very own and get your name in the closing credits. And that part I can get behind. After all, recognition is great. But you're not a rebel, are you? No, you would much rather be crushed under the boot of industry titans like myself. So carry on with your Patreon-free life. Unless, of course, you want these wonderful stories to continue, in which case me and my regulators will see you soon. Three or four? <laughs> uh, I don't. It's bad. <laughs> I don't know if double disadvantage exists in the books. We we might we might fuck we, around. We've with played it. with it before. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You roll you roll three and pick <laughs> pick the worst. Oh no 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 no! I'll just be smart. I'll just be smart. I lied. I wanted to do both, but I need to just be smart. I'm still used to new rules. So he he's he he looks uh, from outside when, when the rest of the party saw him put his ring on. He just looks more British. <laughs> <laughs> British and he slid on gold rim glasses. So he's invisible, but he's hoping he can do sneaky work while Quinny does punching now that he realizes this is a train wreck. Uh cool. Okay. So you rush in, um, you see uh this this uh king of hell uh facing down uh Quinny. What do you do? I would like to advance to the scroll and just leave Quinny by himself because somebody needs to figure out how to stop Manny from absorbing everything if he dies. Yep, fair enough. Um, so you're going to his big scroll, or are you going to uh, the kind of... Um, so the the multiple floors of this ringed cylinder are full of active contracts. So think of like those manuscript examination tables where you know yep. it's up and there are notes all around it. So there are a bunch of active contracts. Um, you're not sure what Manny's scroll is, but uh, the information you need for your plan is in these sort of circular uh, cubbies. Cool. Then I think, yeah, he's just got to look at where he thinks the best odds are of finding what he needs and start looking. Like, he's totally lasered in on finding the paper they need or whatever. Because everything's pretty clearly labeled in Manny's world. I don't know if you want to do an intelligence test for him to just be, like, where he thinks it to be or what you want uh, to No, do. no. It, everything is very clearly labeled. Again, Great. this the, the point is that no one comes in here unless they're supposed to be in here. And he's acting pretty chill because he doesn't want to seem fussed in front of Quinny, but, like... This is a, a pretty huge invasion of of his privacy. Also, no one has made an attempt on him in an age, like because Moonhammer oh. redirected everyone away. Like he's just been kind of living large. I think Reginald be able to spot that energy. That's very Reginald energy as an evil commander. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, okay, great. So you're gonna run uh, over there. Once you do get over there, uh, I will need an investigation check. Yeah, cool. Um, all right. So I am actually going to break this up into team search party and team fight party. It, I thought I could run it all as the same thing. It just doesn't really make sense. Uh, cool. Um, all right. So uh, Reginald, you uh, you 
uh, ignore Quinny facing down Manny and run for run for the stacks. Cool. Uh, I roll a twenty-three on intelligence. Um, all right, you can mark down for investigation. One... I mean, sorry. Yep, you can uh, you can mark down uh, one success. Um, you find uh, a contract that explicitly states uh, that um, uh, it is, or sorry, rather, you don't find a contract. You find a bunch of paperwork around a contract that was not signed by Manny that he is clearly drawing energy from. Um, that is looking for ways to justify why it's his, uh, uh. even though it is it is not uh, giving you a little bit of ammo towards your your end game. Um, cool. I'm happy if this is not a thing you can answer. Do we know how many roughly successes we're aiming for for pinwheel of contract law? Uh, based on my Google search of how to break a contract, there were five steps. You will need five successes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. To peek behind the curtain. And to peek at the law. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Um, next up, uh, Butthole. Uh, you see Quinny facing down uh, Manny, the one who took Bucky from you and who took Quinny from you. Okay, so we a team defense doesn't see anybody coming from the outside. So we've just got... No one's coming from the outside. Room. There are a bunch of uh, clerks gearing up um, that are like leaping down off the uh, uh, off the upper upper rings. So soon there will be 10 people on the ground with you. Like, All right, I think Butthole needs to free Quinny up to go so Quinny can go actually search for shit because we don't want Quinny getting caught up here. So butthole will just yell for just one face, you dick, uh, and just like <laughs> charge into combat. Uh, so he will he will come in swinging moonlight bringer at at Manny. Yep. Um, he will also use a bonus action to summon a spiritual hammer in a shocking twist of events from butthole. Yay. When does he ever do that? Um, to, to oh, no, strike I've never listened him. to the show before, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so he will uh he'll cast a spiritual hammer at uh level three. So that'll back him up while he's coming in swinging. Uh and he will I think he'll just go with the regular attacks for now because he's he needs him distracted and injured, but not dead. So he's pulling his punches a little bit, but man, he's so fucking scary you can't like go in and try to do non-lethal or you're just gonna fucking die. All righty. Uh, is there advantage because Manny was going for Quinny? I'm imagining no, but wanted no. to check. Dope. All right, first swing. That is a 16. A no good. Second swing. It's even worse. Let's not even say it. It's fine. That was just bad. Uh, and then the magical swing <laughs> is a 27. That will hit. Yay! And that will do... Oh, oh, double ones. Fuck me. Uh, that still does 11 radiant damage. Okay. So butthole swinging twice. Manny dodges both, but then just a moon hammer fist of you know, radiant energy just pops up and pops him one in the spine. Just one of those like kidney shots. It's low and it's ugly. Yeah, it hits him and he kind of like like jolts forward a little bit, but doesn't seem to react. Well, he's distracted. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> says to himself in his head. All right, uh, which uh, brings us to Manny, uh, uh. and uh, he just kind of like looks looks to you, looks looks to Queenie, and says, "I can't believe Bucky would sacrifice himself for you two. <laughs> Pathetic." Uh, and he's going to cast Cone of Cold and just kind of hose you both with uh, with some some frosty frosty shit. Uh, uh, I cast Counterspell. <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I, do I need to roll a? Ch I don't have Counterspell in front of me. Do you have Counterspell in front of you? I can in a second. All right, I'll just look it up. Never mind. Classic wizard fight. Both of them wizard reading their books. Fight. Not sure how their wizard spells work, fight. but super That's dangerous right. when someone finds out they win. I have a feeling this is what wizard battles would be like in real life. Like, I think it'd be a lot of like <laughs> frantically flipping through a spell book, trying to use the right thing. 
So if Cone of Cold is a third level spell or lower, it just fails. It is a fifth level spell. <laughs> yeah. So then I need to roll. Uh, I need. I need to roll to hit a DC. The DC is ten plus the spell's level, so I need to make a fifteen. Fifteen. Yep. Uh, what kind of using my spellcasting ability? Okay. So that is. So your odds are still pretty good. Charisma. It's not great. Mm. Let's see. Fifteen. Is it? I rolled a five. So it that's not gets gonna, chilly. Yeah. Um, all right. So I need con saves, please. As uh, your your armor and cloak respectively begin to uh, to turn to frost. Net twenty. <laughs> uh, I got a twelve on my constitution. Okay, twelve and twenty. One sec. My spell is loading. <laughs> Modern spell books suck. <laughs> Oh, Where are the rest on, of us, Tom? Uh, you're still outside. You haven't entered. We're still the, outside. Yeah, okay. you're outside what, the, the enchanted doors. What what level are people? Are we entering from the first level? Entering from the first level. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, just because for for sake of all of our brains. Uh, cool. I just wanted to make <laughs> yeah. sure. Thank you. Uh, no worries. Um, okay. Con save. Um, all right. So uh, that is going to be eight d eight damage. <laughs> and Ryan, you can take half. Because net 20. All right, so that is 11, yeah. 15, uh, 27, <laughs> Ooh, uh, da, 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 41. Uh, I don't think Alan has ever rolled that well. Unlike any uh, of her fifth or sixth level spells. That is 50 points of cold damage. <laughs> this, is, this is... 25 to you, Ryan. En enraging. Dope. Cool. Um, oh, it's chilly. As, uh, Quinny, as you, you attempt to counterspell, um, you, you just have one of those, those horrible sensations of, like, <laughs> the amount of times you've imagined having to go finally toe-to-toe -to -toe with Manny. And having it just literally be proved to you the first time you attempt to actually fight back that exactly everything he told you is true is is a real uh, knock to your uh, knock to your psyche. Uh, can you please roll me um, an intelligence save? Intelligence uh, twelve. Um. You are, uh, you're starting to doubt yourself. Uh, I'm going to give you disadvantage on your next skill check. You know what? Losing two thirds of my health also shook my confidence. Yeah, yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll do that. Uh, I mean, for Moonhammer, that's like a stiff breeze, but for you, that's like, yeah. No. <laughs> it's okay. All right, I'm not, is I'm not dead down here. So when I die, I'll just show up again, I assume. <laughs> sure, champ. Whatever you say. Um, Great. So that was Manny's action. Um, yeah, that's all I think he's going to do. Oh, uh, never mind. I lied. I can make one weapon attack as a bonus action. So uh, I'm going to uh, swing it at old Quinny because you shouldn't have left me for my mom. I was going to say, Tom, if Quinny jumped 10 feet back, can he go after Quinny if Butthole charged him? Or does he have to fight Butthole who's swinging at him with a hammer? Uh, did we say, so Quinny succeeded in not getting grabbed. Tyler, did you have an action that took you 10 feet back or did we just... I just oh, said it was just played as like a flavor thing, yeah. Got yeah. it. Uh, so Manny closes, closes distance. That makes sense. Uh, goes for the swing. Uh, what is your AC, sir? Uh, 17. 17. I used uh, up my reaction for... Uh, Counterspell, so. Honestly, if, if it had worked, that was 100% the right right play. Uh, so he will hit you, um, as he's like to do. And that is... Sorry, folks. I hope you're apologizing for the damage, not just the time <laughs> taken to roll correctly. It's the time. <laughs> Uh, all right, you're going to take 19 points of damage. Um, some of that is, I don't know if it'll matter. Uh, some of it's slashing, the rest uh, is... None, none of it is going to be a okay, factor, right. unless it's unless it's fire, and that's it. It is not. It's poison. Um, cool. So just like um, 
cone of cold dew, uh, and then just you know sub zero style forms an icy blade uh, and just slashes you with it. It shatters as it happens. It's like half slashing, half just getting hit by the the broadside of the blade, uh, and you you kind of stumble a bit as he hits you. It's a real like dick move, um, but you know he's Manny. <laughs> um, great, that will legitimately be the end of his turn, though. Uh, bringing us to uh, Juniper. Um, is anyone in is is Butthole engaged with Manny? Yes, he's close distance and attacked in melee. So is so is Quinny. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Um Moonhammer is not yet. Yeah. Um I think what I'm gonna do is just like I don't know. I feel like I need to like be more of a distraction. So I kind of just want to like rush in kind of like yelling and start like floating slowly up the stairs if I can. <laughs> sure. Up the, the central pillar. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Um, just so- like, just like, come here, fucker. I don't know. But to me? Oh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to get you. there next. Uh, are Manny. we yelling after the like the 10 people storming, putting on their armor? Or Manny, who's currently engaged in combat with two people? Oh, I forgot about the people with armor. Sorry, guys. It's late. Okay. Where are the people with armor? The people with armor are okay. um, still on their respective floors, getting armed up. They will be jumping down at the end of this turn. Where are they? Where are can they? I, do I get a do I get a sense of where they can I get a sense of where they are at all? There's a few of them on each floor, Laura. They're just kind of spread throughout the facility, yeah. stacking up to jump down and kick ass. Yeah. So it's a massive cylindrical yeah. room. Um, yeah. there are five floors. There are a bunch of them on each floor. I have not determined how many are on each floor because they're all about to jump down. None of them were ever going to stay there, so I do not have specific placement for them. No, that's we need fair. specific placement okay. for them. There are ten, so we can say um, there are two on every floor. Um, so I think everyone's clear of the stairs, right? Reginald, I think, is reading. She the can't scrolls. see Reginald. He's oh, invisible. Oh, that's so, right. Yes, Laura, they're completely clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of. Sorry, guys. Um, okay. I'm just really scared. <laughs> ah, don't be. Um. So I think. Um. Actually, what I will do. Um. I can, I want to get a sense of where everyone is. So I think I want to use divine sense. Okay. Uh, to just, uh, it basically opens my awareness to detect presence or forces of strong evil. And until the next turn, I can know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me that is not behind total cover. So I'm like, if anyone's like about to rush in, I will know where they are. Okay, great. I would like to moonbeam the shit out of people. Understood. But without being able to see them. I'm yeah. Thinking. So you get kind of that uh, that classic like night vision uh, thermal sensing. Mm-hmm. You can see where where all of the the various uh, clerks are as they gear up. Um, perhaps more concerningly, though, uh, you can see a large mass uh, approaching the the sort of uh, domed ceiling of the uh, of of this uh, sort of throne room. Um, there's one of those classic, like, Batman breaks through it all the time, uh, glass domes, uh, and you can see a, a, a dark shape rapidly approaching it. That is that is new information. <laughs> uh, that only she can see because she's yeah. using her fiend vision. Okay, so I, I'm just going to relay this to everyone behind me being like, a <laughs> uh, uh, big thing approaching, big thing approaching. Um, I think we may be outnumbered. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, j- j- maybe you could get your sword out and try hitting Manny. <laughs> as, as I'm like freezing and Quinny's getting stabbed. I'll do that in the next six seconds. <laughs> that sounds I quite wrong when you say it out loud. I always <laughs> yeah, appreciate right? a timeline from my head, see Sheriff. <laughs> Next up, um, we've got uh, Vex, who, oh, baby, does Vex want to throw a fireball at Manny? But she's learning. 
<laughs> so um, instead, uh, she is going to. Um, there are uh, stairwells up the sides of this thing, and then there's the central column. So the central column is detached. It's just where Manny's throne is. It's just a big old fucking like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling insecure, so I built myself a giant phallic tower to sit, sit apart uh, kind of situation, whereas the um, exterior rings have like uh, a bunch of staircases leading up, because again, this is a functional uh, sort of archival room. Um, so she's going to start running for one of those, uh, just with uh, like eyes on the prize for the people upstairs, uh, and you can see just the the fire already. Uh, you know, like She's carrying the sword, but she's like a, a sorcerer. She's not really going to use it. She just has it. Um, so she's just like kind of running with her, her fan uh, hand beginning to uh, sort of fan out some flames and you get the sense that next turn she'll be able to open fire on the goons. Uh, Moonhammer, you're up. Um, so currently looking into this large cylindrical room, you've got uh, the one of many faces, the god who murdered you and usurped your throne, uh, uh, just raining hell down on Quinny. Uh, you've got uh, Butthole engaging in, in combat, trying to keep Quinny alive. Um, you don't see Reginald anywhere, but uh, I also don't know that you really care about Reginald. That's like, he could kind of, you could take him or leave him. It doesn't really matter at this point. Um, Sunsythe is with you in the hallway. Uh, Juniper is currently rushing towards the central column. What do you do? Um, I'm going to uh, go after... Mm, yeah, I'm going to go after Manny. Cool. Uh, I think uh, if I may make a suggestion, raging might be on the menu. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So um, you, you fly into a rage. Um, you, as you do, you, you let out like a, a tiny uh, enraged fart. And as you do, uh, Sunsize just catches it on uh, the flaming edge of one of his blades and sweeps it up over your head, uh, giving you golden fire hair um because he he you know and then just kind of winks at you like it's a fun thing you guys used to do hmm. um and then uh you rush in um swinging your hammers uh yelling a, a mighty battle cry um go ahead and roll your two attacks please uh with advantage so roll uh 2d20 uh roll a d20 shit roll 2d20 twice pick the best on both so let's start with one attack so roll 2d20 pick the best one and we'll add nine okay 29 That'll hit Manny. Um, and then go ahead and roll your damage. It's 1d12 plus 5. Oh, plus 8. Plus 8, 17. Very nice. Sound hit. Um, so, yeah, you just crack him in the back of the head, and suddenly, like, the, the smugness, uh, like, the face just, like, twitches and glitches uh, into one of, like, uh, like disappointment and, like, little, little kid hurt. Like, just kind of like a... <laughs> Um, as, uh, as he turns, uh, and he just says, didn't I already kill you? Um, I'm just going to turn around. Can I turn around and like fart in his face? <laughs> I'll allow that as a free action. Um, <laughs> you don't need to roll for it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> He's like, Oh, what, the, why the, what's wrong with you? Why do all of you have fart powers? Um, Suck on my stench tube, douche. Oh, oh, <laughs> don't oh want my to. <laughs> I, I love her so much. Best god ever. Best uh, god ever. Best god ever. Uh, Alyssa, go ahead with your second attack. Um, roll 2d20, pick the best and add nine. <laughs> How could anyone not worship this woman? 23. That'll hit. Uh, so d12. Plus eight. I wish she'd worn me as a hat. These are all <laughs> thoughts Butthole is having as this adventure continues. Um, sorry, 15. 15? Okay, very good. You know, hmm. putting a dent, putting a dent in old Manny. Um, so yeah, then you just crank him in the face with a hammer. I mean, I feel like Moonhammer's powers in a lot of ways are kind of like uh, Rip Torn throwing wrenches at people in dodgeball. Like, I just never get tired of, like, snarky line hit with yeah. something heavy. It's always very funny to me. So, yeah, he uh, he staggers back a, a, a step, just kind of, like, working his jaw and just, like, looking just generally confused about what, what the unholy fuck just happened to him. Um, 
Which brings us to uh, the soldiers uh, who um, we're going to say eight of them leap down. Um, two of them stay to fight Vex on the first floor or second floor because you're on the first floor. Um, unfortunately, there was also uh, a sound of shattering glass. And um, above you, um, you just hear, I'm back, motherfuckers! And rappelling from the sky is a small blue naked man um, with uh, a chainsaw in each hand. Uh, and <laughs> Yevgenovich enters the fray, followed more reasonably by Bucky and uh, the two other uh, inner circle guards. Um, they're all clearly using uh, the effects of Featherfall, um, so they're they're like drifting down. So Yevgenovich is like screaming like a berserker, but he's also just like gently drifting like <laughs> a feather, floating, just yeah. like revving his chainsaws um, <laughs> and yelling like, "Protect Lord Xehanort! Protect him!" Um, and uh, <laughs> like the Kingdom Hearts what? guy, you <laughs> uh, said Xehanort. Oh shit! Yeah, I did. It's um, <laughs> that's all I've got in my head now. Is it? Uh, Lord of Many Faces, or is it like the Zvart? Like... Yeah, the, the the Zvart guy sounds like Xanort. I, yeah. I will, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, also the Kingdom Hearts guy. He's also really yeah. into yeah. that. Okay. But like right. good Xanort from like the second one, where we find out that maybe he would. But I mean, also perhaps if you played Chain of Memories, you'd understand. But like in three hundred eighty-five over five days, and he's just like listing off the entirety of the Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <laughs> The whole Kingdom Hearts thing all the way down. Uh, he's the only one who understands what the fuck. Raxavort. There we go. Raxavort. Um, he's like, protect Raxavort. Um, That's really, really similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, for a name I haven't had to say in three years. It yeah. surely is. Um, so anyway, he, he lists off all of Kingdom Hearts as he falls. Um, and he's like, and the government ship system was flawed, but it kind of gave it character and I miss it. Um <laughs> Uh, but he's still falling, so he has enough time to talk through yeah. all the Kingdom Hearts games. Um, but the rest of them are coming in behind him as well. So Manny's hit squad has arrived. Um, but uh, Butthole, you kind of look up, and while everyone else is kind of like panicked about these new combatants entering, uh, you see your old pal Bucky, and um, his eyes light up as as uh, he sees you, and he just like gives you a wave and then like looks around and, and then like gives you the finger, but then also kind of shrugs an apology. And I, I give him uh, the finger and a thumbs up at the same time with my shield <laughs> hand. So you can like see both. And he slowly extends his thumb and realizes it's possible to do that. And it's just like another lesson you've taught him, you know, you're just always, always helping. Uh, right. So they've entered the fray. Um, Sunsythe uh, comes rushing in uh, after Moonhammer. Uh, and it's just uh, sees kind of the situation going down um, and uh, he just yells kind of into the void okay uh, uh, Reginald I, I think they've got the fighting down but it looks like no one's reading books uh, what, what books do I read point me to some books but uh, Reginald just like pulls off his ring and points <laughs> just like an old British oh, man oh, oh, oh. yeah 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 uh, and he uh, he turns and starts to run um only uh and like like leaps using his his kind of like god leaping um hooks his scythe on the first um uh, the first floor and then kind of like rockets up to the second balcony climbs up there um only to confront uh the drifting uh Yevgenovich uh who kind of drops into a fighting stance uh and it's just a, a classic anime fight of like guy with two chainsaws versus guy with a sickle and a scythe uh and they both just kind of look at each other and uh, Sunslice like, I don't know who you are, but I think I have to kill you. Uh, and uh, Yevgenovich is just like, I'm Yevgenovich, and you stay away from my Braxenort. Uh, and uh, they they fly at each other in in Mortal Combat. No, no, uh, Yevgenovich <laughs> is better with chainsaws than uh, Sunsythe is with his hands. Um, so he uh, slashes um, just like quick quick strikes uh, across um, Sunsythe. Uh, like torso, like one across the ribs and then kind of one across the upper shoulder and Sunsythe just kind of stumbles back be like, ow, oh, fuck, I forgot what pain was. Oh, God, I've been in a weapon for so long. Oh, no. Oh. And he, he looks down and um, it's just sheared, like the chainsaw has just like carved like pretty much to the bone. Uh, it's like carved through his armor uh, and he just looks down and he go, he kind of, his, his gaze grows cold and he just like, looks looks inside the arm a little bit and he's like this 
is my favorite binder, you son of a bitch! Uh, and suddenly, the uh, he gains a massive glowing, uh, like his beard turns to fire, uh, and his scythe and, and sickle like light up, uh, and he just like leaps through the air. And uh, there's kind of like a classic like end of action sequence uh, freeze frame of him just over top of uh, Yevgenovich raising two chainsaws. To be continued, kind of thing. To be continued. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J A H. ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Great Dane, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Finn treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The Subjective Truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson. Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.